Welcome to Anomalous Weird Live with me. Well, I used to be called Mr. Comes Down, Mr. Ray. And I am here joined with my baba. Inala. Or Ayana, if you want to just call her Ayana, if, if Inana is a bit too hard to pronounce. But either way, welcome to the show. Welcome to Anomalous Weird, where the weird in us honors the weird in Okay? So let's get to it. So today we're going to be talking about Pole Amare. Them, you know, it's, 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 that, it's that new relationship status thing that is going on in today's world that a lot of young kids and maybe sometimes not even kids are getting into. Like there's some older people who are using it as an excuse to cheat. Well, I mean, a lot of people are using it as an excuse to cheat, and it's definitely not about that. So we are here. We're not going to be talking about what is polyamory and what are the... Co- what are the constituents and the cardinals and the you know prerequisites to be into it? That's not that's not what the show is about. Because you know, Namas Reader is always about the experience of it. So yeah, we are going to be talking about our experience, our journey through polyamory, you know, um, and how we've developed as a couple and as individuals in today's ever-changing fast-paced life of society where there's so many confusions and stuff happening that we may or may not be so used to. All right? So um, throw in your questions. Please feel free. We are most definitely um, welcoming questions of any kind of any sorts, no matter how weird. Actually, especially if it's weird, please do go throw out your questions. We will be very, 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 very happy and willing to answer them to the best uh, that we can, you know. Um, so yeah, a brief background if you guys don't know. Um, Ayana and I have been together for two years already. We just celebrated our second anniversary last October. Um, and we're not, and again, like we're talking about polyamory. So we also have somebody else, well, at least on my end, there's also somebody else who is supposed to join us, but she's currently busy, and we wish her all the luck and all the best in her current racket at the moment. All right, so bow to you, good luck, we love you, and you got this girl. Mm -hmm. So yeah, hopefully we're gonna have an, um, so today's episode will be an hour and 30 minutes only. And so, oh, whoa, magic laptop is moving. (laughs) Ah, there's my baba. Yeah. All right. So we're going to be doing, a, uh, the show's going to be going on for an hour and 30 minutes. So if the conversation gets hot and it cuts, wait for episode two. All right. Is that okay with you? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You know you and I can talk for hours and hours and yeah. days. Yeah. That's why we have it's to keep the cap on it. <laughs> yeah. So it's nine o'clock. If we make it yeah. any past 11 o'clock, that's just, that's not good. Actually, 10.30. Let's, let's make it at 10.30, just so that. Yeah. But let's be realistic. We both know 11 is safer. Uh, we'll do our best. <laughs> let's just do our best. Yeah. Well, Christine is coming, so she'll be our marker. Like, she'll decide when it should come to an end, because she's going to text me anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. So, guys, yeah. so... Um, I was telling I was telling everybody that we've been together for two years. We just celebrated our anniversary mm. last October. 
you know. Right. And, huh? Well, I mean, we don't mm. celebrate together because obviously somebody here it was in Palawan, the bar. <laughs> Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. But yeah. Anyway, so yeah, um, Amory, maybe you should quote unquote define it first to what what we know it's supposed to be or defined as in society's everyday culture. Bubs, you know, Do you want to go gen. first? Gen. 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 <laughs> um, I don't really. Well, guess I, I've been doing a lot of, or not a lot, but I do casual reading when it comes to it because I like to understand more about the dynamics because ever since you and I entered into this or chose this kind of lifestyle, I noticed that there are a lot of different dynamics that form. Like there are some people like, uh, am I allowed to tell? Yeah, you can name names. It's fine. Okay. So like, for example, me and, yeah, so for example, Aho and Pao and I. Yeah. Like, Pao and I are both together with you, and Pao and I are not sexual. So, mm. this is usually the common concept of polyamory. Like, there's a middleman, or I don't know what they call him, like a, a, a chain, a link, or whatever. Okay, yeah, something like then that. Then there are some people, yeah, and then you have. This is one thing people don't actually consider as polyamory, but I was so surprised to find out about it. Um, there is a dynamic about being polyamory. For example, you and I have a kid and we were together for a long time, right? And then we're separated, but we're co-parenting. And you have a you have Pao. That's still okay. polyamory. I didn't know that. Interesting. I really didn't know that. Okay, I mean, yeah. I, I, get, I get how, it, how and, it is polyamory, yeah. Yeah, but you see me. Anyway, going mm. back. In my own understanding of society's um, take on polyamory is basically non-monogamy for yeah. one yeah it's not we're not or people who choose polyamory are the ones who don't necessarily believe in the one is to one which is perfectly fine because at some point I believed in one is to one I felt that it was perfect for me but now I just, right now, that's not what I need. Right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good, this is a good way to start the conversation. What are the misconceptions that a lot of people who aren't educated or at least who aren't aware of polyamory and think that it's, you know, um, uh, who are, yeah, not, I guess, are misinformed or miseducated when it comes to polyamory or have like those biases when they hear the word polyamory? Um, what, what are the misconceptions that you've gotten over the past, you know, uh, year or years, year that we've been together? Two years a, or year. One. I mean, technically, we've been together as a polyamorous couple for one year, and we've been, we were together as a monogamous mm. couple for one year. You know, so we kind of felt the both sides of the same picture, uh, both sides of the picture. So, like from the from the time that we've gotten to be polyamorous, what was your what was the most or what were, the, what were some of the misconceptions that you heard or that you had to address from people? Yo, did you lag? Or are you just smiling and grinding something? <laughs> Bubs. Okay, you know, okay. Um, while we're waiting for Ayana to, to get back online, 
So one of the misconceptions that I personally think, oh, there we go. Yeah, so go, Bubs. <laughs> so what are the misconceptions that you've, that you've had to address or face um, uh, with polyamory? Like from people. Uh, yeah. Well, that's very common questions, Naman, for the most part. They always yeah. ask, don't you ever get jealous? Like, don't you ever imagine what it's like that they're holding somebody else? Blah, 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 right. blah, blah. Right. You know, it's it's all of that stuff. And for me, the funniest I feel that someone asked me is, does it ever get weird that maybe you're into your partner's partner, but then you're just not into your partner anymore? Like, is there a weird <laughs> tension there? And I was like, oh, that's a really good question. I never that's thought of it like that. Like, imagine if it was you, me, and Pao. And then... Um, let's say I stop, I kind of don't see you in that way anymore. Like my feel, my love for you has changed yeah. for, in yeah. that sense. And then yeah. I kind of just see Pao and I'm like, oh my God, that girl, that girl, definitely that girl. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> how do I explain that to you? I mean, no one's ever, the person that asked me that is pure fucking genius. Cause I'm yeah. still thinking about it three months, three months forward. You know what? If, if, if that if that were to happen, just tell me. Just like be straight up as straight up can be, and I'd be like, okay. I mean, if, I'm yeah, not gonna. But, I'm not gonna. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna deny that. I'm gonna be like, ow. I'm, I'm I, like, mm. it is going to be like that. But also at the same time, like it's well, lot more go up. It's even just for me. And out of respect, out of respect to you, it's safe that what it is. I mean, that's, I mean, it's that's like, true. you know, respect lang eh. You need wisdom eh. So, parang, if, because it's something that I guess we have established in our, I mean, the three of us, mm. and I, something that we've established is respect lang. You know, beyond anything else. If we don't want to demand, like we, I don't know, I guess it's just something between the three of us where we have this thing that we don't want to demand for each other's time. Because mm. and also hella hurtful <laughs> on its own way. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that we're respecting ourselves, but because we respect ourselves enough to actually say, well, that's their time and this is my time and I don't mind. Mm-mm. You know, it's okay. We're gonna see each other either way, right? Yeah, and then you know, going back to what you were saying about like, do you ever get jealous? That was oh, that's also a common question that I get. Right. It's funny because when, when, when I get a question and I'm like, um, and I have the like, um, phase, people are more often than not, people suddenly go, oh, wait, you're in that kind of setup. You're not the jealous type, seguro. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's so not true, though. Yeah, dude, that's so not true. I mean, I am probably, you know me as someone who's actually a jealous person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I am. I am. If not jealous, probably envious. Maybe a mix of both, right? True. Very true. Right? Okay. But but that's the thing, and I think that's that's one thing that a lot of people need to understand is just because if you are the jealous or the envious type doesn't mean that you can't get independent. You know, because yeah. it, again, yeah, the right? uh, but we'll, we'll talk about more of that later. What else are the other misconceptions that you got? Um the other misconception, which is funny too, because oh. they asked me, oh, maybe it's because the guy you're the guys you're with are just under 
And I asked them, what do you mean by under? And they said, you know, there are, pe there are alpha males and there are beta males. And then there are just yeah. really straight up submissive Twinkie men, you know, boys, whatever. <laughs> like bottoms, they're bottoms. So they, yeah, the, um, the way they, they see or they perceive me is that I'm a fucking dominatrix that I'm out looking for men to just dominate and then call it polyamory. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's the funniest thing ever because I, I actually wrote that a little bit. I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely into that. Like, I will get some, I will get some chains, I'll get some whips, maybe I'll get a dildo, you know? Like, sorry, I know I'm supposed yeah, to keep it PG-13, but like... No, no, you're not to keep it PG-13, hell no. This is like art for anyone. Oh yeah, true. No, yeah, you know, so that's the, that those are the thing. That's one of the other things someone asked me. But maybe it's because the men that you are with allow or see that they can do polyamory because they're, right. you know, they're just too afraid of you. They're too afraid to say stuff to you. And I don't know. Have you ever experienced that? Do you feel like any of us, like any of your partners, are under? No. To you, that's why we said yes. Let's do polyamory. I totally okay. accept you for who you are. Of course not. I mean, you know, honestly, <laughs> to me, if at anything, like sometimes I look back and I'm like, I don't feel like I'm under the other side. Oh, because I'm not even. I guess so. No, I mean, I actually enjoy like you know, like like making that space for you guys, like just mm. being there, like seeing you both. Like talking, yeah. enjoying the time, and I'm just, and that gives me so much joy. You know, I just feel Aww. really happy. Seeing it. But, but yeah, I mean, there are a lot. I mean, there are times where sometimes I look at them, I'm like, under, I'm like, third wheel data, but okay, lang. I like that. <laughs> you know, but anyway, um, yeah, that, that, that's also that's also something that I guess that, that's a very interesting thing. I, I wouldn't even call it a misconception, it's probably like a, a valid question. That is yeah, like massively a valid thing. Yeah. Um, I, I guess it works. If, if you're the type, if, I guess, as a man or woman, if that is your thing, if you're into BDSM and you want to get into polyamory because of BDSM, then might as well go ahead. All fine and good. You know, just keep your intentions straight. I mean, we got a plug respect. for you guys if you like those kinky stuff, you know, like Shibari and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Just like tell us. Well, We'll set up an anon like chat site for you guys. <laughs> no. but, but, but definitely shout out to to Danny for for that. So so yeah, Danny is also like within the spectrum of this whole. Mm. Yeah, it's basically within our spectrum. You know, if, if we're going to. Wait, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, like. Because just today, just this, just literally, just this afternoon, um, someone someone just asked like a really really wonderful friend, and I have to make you quite about her soon. But anyway, <laughs> um, she asked me like, how, how does this whole polyamory thing work? You know, so right. that's why staff mm -hmm. talaga today is the like we're you know we're talking about this today, you know, and okay. um. Yeah, and she was like naturally curious about it, and you know, I just started talking about about Danny, and also about um, I can't mention her name here just because. Out yes, of respect. You know, <laughs> yeah, and because you know the story, 
Anyway, yeah, um, yeah. so I, I, I candidly told her, yeah. So Danny and I, we are technically distant lovers. So we're still sweet with each other, even, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm so, so happy. We see each other. Sometimes you still hold hands. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you kiss. Mm. Sometimes you don't. But it's, it's like we have that, like Danny and, uh, Danny and I have like this kind of understanding that, yeah, we're lovers, but we're not lovers in that kind of way. Like the way that you and I and Pao are. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. I think I, you know, like getting into polyamory, suddenly all of these like different relationship dynamics start expanding, and it mm. kind of gets overwhelming. But you also start to open up and, and broaden your perspective with how we actually yeah. as people treat each other. You know how we share yeah. each other and how we see and share ourselves. You know, and I think that's the beautiful. It's one of the more beautiful things that, that personally I've gone through with. This journey of polyamory. Um, yeah. yeah. Going back, like, with, like let's say with you and Pao, you know, the, the whole thing with with the primary secondary thing. You know, I, I still don't really believe in that, and I know that you mm-hmm. don't believe in that. You know, and, and yeah. like what I told, like what I told, um, what, what I told her was, it's it's very simple for us. Again, like what you said, respect. It's just respecting mm-hmm. the other person. You know, and. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's 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 basically. I think that's that's something that we, the three of us, hold true to each other, and I think that's what keeps mm. what we have so strong. You know, I mean, not yeah. to say that we don't have any problems because, you know, somewhere somewhere along the way, it, it may happen. That's it, it could. Yeah. But I think what we, as long as we keep into mind respect, more than anything, respect mm-hmm. of the, the other person and respect with ourselves, that I don't see where. I don't see any problem that I don't, that we or the three of us cannot overcome, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have a question for you. Yeah, oh, sorry, go after, 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 after. No, that's it. That's actually it. I was supposed to ask you what are if you have any other misconceptions that that you wanted to share. Well, Mayor, it's directly linked to it actually because. Okay, go ahead. One of the other questions that I often get, which for me personally is a misconception, is how do you go and find these people? Like, where do you go and find these people who are polyamorous too? And I wanted to ask you this because I, I don't think I've met, or I, from my, from how I can remember, I, we've never met anybody who started out the same way as us, where, um we were technically monogamous together and we decided together as well to explore this kind of relationship dynamic or this lifestyle, you know, and a lot of people, they see what you and I are now. They hear how you and I speak to each other. They understand the dynamics we have with other people, but for the most part, they don't really understand what it took to get here, or not what it took, but the the love, the work, a lot of tears you we both put into this, you know. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to know if you feel it like do you feel that we kind of had an advantage or like a, a good boost coming in like make coming into the decision of polyamory because we were together, you know, we didn't have to go through it alone. Yeah. Um, I like. I honestly believe that we went into it haphazardly. <laughs> I love it. 
Love it. But, oh my God. I'm, I'm okay because. Mm. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know who? I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know who he is. Yeah, I do know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I feel that we went through it haphazardly just because we. I wouldn't say we got bored with our, with each other, no. But we kind of got bored with what was going on around us. That we needed yeah. somewhat of an excitement, you know, in in our lives, in our life together. You know, okay. so because I mean, it's it's a fact that we're we're both kind of like the type of people or the type of people that's just like, yeah, we like excitement. We like even if we yeah, yeah, yeah. like a lot like chill, peace. We also like the kind of excitement. And yeah, yeah dude, and it's not a surprise that Pao is still with us because she is also that kind of person. <laughs> we like the adventure. Yeah, we love we love the adventure. But anyway, um. And it's not to say that you have to be like us, too, again, the polyamory yeah, person. Yeah, This is just how we started. And I mean, if you look at it, like, honestly, our first run, and I think this is one of the things that I love making Cuento. Like, to anybody who's curious about it, like, our runs, mm. like, our first run, and then, of course, our second run, you know. Oh, God. It. <laughs> the ones we do not mention. <laughs> no, but or at least I don't. Right. But I mean, because what you said a while ago was very valuable. The work, the love, the tears that came yeah. to, to make to make what we have. And when we say we, it's not just even between you and I. Yeah. yeah. It's like it yeah. was something we did together. Yeah. You know, and, and, and also when like I guess what I'm saying is when we say we, it's not just like you and I anymore when we contextualize we, but it's more of like mm. everybody who's involved in it. Yeah. Um, like at the start of it, I and and I guess to those who I've made this granted to, yeah, like I'm a, I'm I am the type who gets jealous more anything envious, envious more than anything mm-hmm. now, you know, because I hate missing. I have massive FOMO. But <laughs> 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 it's so fucking true, though. Yeah, it is. It is. But I, I, you know, quarantine has helped with that. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it does. Um, so, it, and, and, and I realized that that's where a lot of my, my anxiety with polyamory was coming from, was envy. Mm. You know, especially when, when you would be, when, I, when we were still in Baguio and you would be down in Manila. And I'm like, man, I wish I had that time too, you know, that I could go down to Manila. Oh too. my God. Yeah, 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 oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you'll go on a you'll go out on a date with her, but you forgot about ours. Oh, oh man, this is so bad. That was just the oh, dumbest thing ever. But uh, like it's normal, yeah. you know. Yeah, it happens. You know, and, and I love it. I love that we're able to talk about this right now, because in, in the mm. most casual manner, you know, and and then we see growth. But anyway, yeah. But anyway, um. Yeah, there was there was that. Oh my god, that was so wild. I, I still remember that. I still remember, for, for for those who yeah. just for the context's sake, basically Ayana and I went down to Manila together. Okay. Oh, shit. And, we, and we were supposed to see our our other partners, all right? <laughs> but then but then prior to going down, Ayana and, and her other partner scheduled something and that's what i thought was really going to happen and i mm. did not and basically lack of communication or 
misunderstanding, a big misunderstanding, a big miscommunication yeah. happened where I thought that like there was I was gonna push through so I could go and and see and see my other partner at that time and well it, <laughs> it ended up that I did get to see her but after yeah. like Juana and I almost broke up yeah that yeah. was that, that was about that but anyway we worked it out and we gave it another shot you know etc etc and oh my god oh, I don't know our first run was just intense but anyway it, really that, like, it was and we were both and here's the funny thing I, 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 and you know I think we were both really going going through that inner work going through that inner work of dealing with our own personal insecurities whether at that time we knew it or not you know yeah and on, on my end it was really a lot of that envy that envy stage that envy that jealousy that wanting to be the perfect hubby hub type of oh thing. my that's god that conversation again hubby hub you're one stop shop for the perfect husband <laughs> Yeah, you know, and again, like thanks to quarantine, I've, I've I've been having to deal with that, you know. So oh, now you're the perfect hubby for you. Yeah, self love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah! Hashtag self love. <laughs> but so for you, what was your what were the things that you had to work on? Or maybe oh, you're still oh, working wow. on Um, the biggest thing that polyamory really kind of held my hand and yeah. yanked it at me in a way because mm -hmm. I like to you know me I like to just dive into everything yeah, you know it's just like if I'm going to learn something from this I'm going to burn myself and I'll come out like my face is an example but <laughs> you didn't burn yourself just for the record yeah no but um uh, the biggest thing yeah. I learned is how much, how afraid I am of actually having to hang out with myself. Right. You know, yeah. I was very, I was very dependent on having someone else make the decisions for both of us. You know, the, the very, it, it, it became very clear to me mm. when someone asked me, where do you want to eat? It's a very mm. simple question. Right. And my automatic response was, you choose. It's up to you. What do you want? Oh, yeah, I remember And that. it's like, yeah. And you, for me, I realized how little of an autonomy mm. I have over myself and the decisions that I make that mm. I get so lost in these relationships that I have with these people and being polyamory being polyamorous for me gave me the opportunity to explore the different parts of me that come out when i'm with different people yeah. for example with you i really love testing the corners and the inner psyche of my brain you know i really enjoy the way you and i break things down how we can analyze them how we can build something new together it's it's very yeah. beautiful and i don't yeah. have that with my, with a lot of people you know and for example, when it, ah, that guy, I don't know if he even wants me to tell people that he was, you know, 
in relations with me. <laughs> oh man, like with that guy, I realized how goofy I can be. He helped me a lot with um, overcoming my fear of kind of just not wanting anything from anybody and giving the same back. Mm. You know, he made it very clear from the from the get-go that he didn't really want anything. And I kind of got, one of the things that came out was that I got so lost in mm. being in love with love that I felt that I really wanted him. You know, it was mm. him, Shana, he's the one because he's oh, this, he's that, oh. and he's all this and that. But at the end of the day, it just wasn't, you know, it, that's not what it was for him. And he said, I don't wanna waste your time. He's like, mm -hmm. He said, I can't share you, and I don't want to, and I'm not gonna waste your time. So, yeah. I learned what real love and integrity to yourself meant when he walked away that day. And we're still great friends now. It's, it's really beautiful. Mm. Um, the other challenge that came out or one of the other uh, traumas that became very clear to me was how much of an overgiver I can be. And it was just amplified with having multiple partners all at the same time. Because you already, you know, you already stretch yourself so thinly when you're with somebody, when you, you know, it's just mm. you and them. Mm. But when it's you and him and him and her and him and her, it's just how much of yourself can you really authentically share with these people without, Definitely. you know, without somehow putting on a, a costume or a certain, personality side or type of mm. you when you're around mm. a specific partner. Like, let's say mm. if I'm around you, I have to pretend to be all smart all the time. Is that how it is? Like, if I'm with him, does that mean I have to always be listening to good music? Like, what if I want to listen to Justin Bieber today? You know, and he doesn't like it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's learning how to give to yourself first and then share Ex the excess, the overflow, eventually. So that's, yeah, those are the things I learned. And then, you know, the things that you've learned are also the constant reminders that I have to go through every day. Well, yeah. I not have, but I choose to go through every day and choose to remind myself. Because, <laughs> like I said, it, it's, it's I, I guess for me, it's a constant process. Polyamory, mm -hmm. the, the, the process or the journey of polyamory is constant. Like whatever you remember oh, now oh. is is something that you're going to have to probably remember the next day or the, the next time a situation comes up. I mean, mm -hmm. moments of, of envy happen to mm. up to now, seriously, really, you know? Um, and oh, okay. it just goes back. It, it always just goes back in, in telling myself, well, you know what? At this point in time, mm -hmm. you already know how you feel with that. You already know what to do. You already know where you stand and where you guys stand. So why are you still thinking of it? So I have to ask myself these questions. Not just not so not not so I can doubt what I'm feeling, 
but rather so uh, I can double check with myself, like, yo, you're getting to a head or you're reverting yeah. back or, you know, there's something that you're trying to protect, you know, and, and, and that's the thing. Like, for me, polyamory has become a very, very good way to check my ego. I mean, not to destroy it, because I'm like, I don't want to destroy my ego anymore. It's a friend, you know, but to check up on him. Like, what are you trying to protect? And every time I ask myself that, it's always like, I don't know. Mm. You know, so, and then I kind of come back to that conclusion that sometimes my ego just does it automatically. Na parang dahil naramdaman niya lang ito, nakaramdam lang siya ng, nakakita lang siya ng onting, uy, I'm gonna hang out with ganito-ganyan, parang, Yo. Oh, man. So it's it's just like, um, what are you trying to protect, mm-hmm. bro? Seriously, yeah. so it's 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 constant, and I think that's also what a lot of people are afraid of, is that they and you know, the, the, a lot of people want to go into a certain type of relationship status, thinking that it's going to be mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like a vaccine. It's like a vaccine for for their own desires, but it's not. It's yeah. Polyamory is not a vaccine, you know, for for whatever yeah. for whatever desire you have, and I think it's also the, yeah. No, I mean it's a common. I think it's it's a it's a misconception that when people think that you're polyamorous means that you just want to go around and fuck around. No, I mean oh I yeah yeah. I mean I wouldn't even say it's a part. I don't even think that it's part of the because it's like you're still in a relationship. So if you just go around and fuck around without being open and honest with your partners and actually considering what their thoughts are about it and actually putting their, not really their well-being, but I guess, you know, their, their perspective or listening to them about how they feel about you, you know, going and seeing this girl or this man or whatever, or putting yourself in this kind of situation. It's kind of like the same thing as saying, I don't care about what you think. I am going to do what I want because I'm this type of person. Which doesn't really matter if whether you're in a polyamorous or in a monogamous relationship. You're still being a jackass. Mm-hmm. You're still being a dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Multiple um, partners is not an excuse. It doesn't make you automatically not an asshole. Just saying. Right. Exactly. And it's also, and I think one of the misconceptions is also, you know, when, when they say, oh, it's just, it just gives cheaters the, the an excuse to cheat. It's like, actually, no. It, you know, as a, if you're a cheater, and I know, I know myself as, and you know this months. Like I, mm-hmm. I was a cheater. Or I guess in context, if you yeah, I, I was a cheater. I, I guess in maybe in the relationship. But come on, college, I was a cheater. I will not I will ah. not deny that. I was a cheater. You know. But and but that did not but you but you know, I would I will say that that experience actually propelled me to say yes to polyamory. Or it was one of the experiences that propelled me to say yes to polyamory. Because I kind of recognized that me cheating was not because I just wanted to sleep around, but because I was attracted and I wanted to get to know other people as well. Mm. And with the limitation of what I thought at that time was cheating, na parang, oh, I can't get to know other people, kasi baka maselos si girl, lilu. You know, the type of Masama yun. Masama yun. Friends will judge me. Friends will make me some bongers. Alam mo yun? So, Makati yung titi. Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I mean, of course, there is, there is still that desire to, of course, you know, be the touch of somebody else. Mm. And, you know, different. But that goes besides the point, you know. 
I guess for me, it was really like I just wanted to get to know other people. I wanted to explore my world, mm-hmm. especially in college. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I could have just broken up with, with with my girlfriend at that time, but that wasn't, I didn't think about it. I was too mm-hmm. enamored with being in a relationship. I was too in love with being, with the idea of being in a relationship for me to Yeah. You know, and, and, yeah. and that, that came because of also how I grew up with love. You know what I mean? And that's why I love that question of your love. Every time you ask that, how did what was that? How did you grow up with love, or what did love look? What like did to love you? look like to you growing up? Yes, I love that question. Mm. I super love that question. Ever since, and every time you you make a sense <laughs> about who you ask that to, I'm just like, what did they say? <laughs> I know. Oh, did you notice what they said? Like, yes, because it's it's great because it shows you, or I guess it shows how a person sees love and what yeah. the preconditions that they've had to actually dive into love and to actually Very know true. what love is supposed to be, you know? And I and I honestly believe that getting into polyamory is where you test that. It's where you actually, quote-unquote, as sabi ni paring Bob, emancipate mm-hmm. yourself from mental slavery. <laughs> you, no, I mean, seriously, seriously. Like, these kinds of situations, these weird situational things or weird setups actually test that Mm-mm. you know how much Mm-mm. can we really emancipate ourselves from mental slavery because everything that we think we know about love or being in a relationship is their part you know part and parcel of a mental kind of a kind of mental slavery but and, and again that goes, that goes to the conditioning that we've had as we were growing up and with how with the faces of love that we have shared so I, that's why, like, I, I love hearing those, you know, when you, when you, when you ask people about it, I guess it's like, oh, interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you just really start to see how someone actually is with other people and loves their partners and et cetera, et cetera. And I think psychologically it's there. Yeah. Yeah. I just got to pick her up. I'll be back. Yeah, we'll put her in. The t- we'll put her in. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So um, I'm going to keep talking to people. So <clears throat> as Ariana's going up to pick up Finn, I'm going to continue on with that kind of thought. That yes, when you ask somebody what they grew up with love, it's not so much as if you're asking that you're that you're asking that to get an answer, and the answer is meant to judge them or to question them and into what they, into their belief systems of how they look at love. No, no, no. What I mean is, it's it's a way to actually understand how they love, how they've gotten to know love, how they have gotten to understand what it means to be in a relationship, you know? And it's not so much just so that you can change that. No, but it's so that you can learn how to respect other people and how to be yourself as you respect somebody else. Because polyamory is really just about that. If we take away all of the labels and whatnot, it's just really learning how to respect yourself as you're learning to respect other people as well with who they are, as they are, with how they present themselves, with where they are and when they are, you know? Um, and that's and that's one of the things that Pao Ayana and I have been learning through the course of time in, in this relationship dynamic that we share is, is how much we can respect each other and how much we can respect ourselves as we respect each other with how we present ourselves in each moment in time. You know, it, it, it's, it's not to say that we cannot or we don't feel like irk with each other or with one another at some point because of what somebody else does, but we feel irk or at least in my like speaking for myself, I feel irked or like or or I get mad at not what at not of the other person, but what but the behavior 
of the other person or what they're exhibiting. But also at the same time, accepting the fact, well, this is just right now. You know, this is just a part of her. It's not who she fully is. It's just a part of her. It's just a part of him. And it also goes back to looking at myself. And I also have to ask myself, you know, yeah, you are being kind of a dick right now. And that's a part of who you are. And you can change that. But you're being a dick right now. So either you stop and keep going. But just know that when you're, if you keep going, you're going to hurt yourself and others a lot. So, you know, it's, it's always a constant point of self-reflection. You know, when, when, I, when, when I'm either, quote-unquote, mad or angry or annoyed at my partner's behavior, it also goes back to the self-reflection of why I'm, like, do I exhibit that? Am I doing the exact same thing? That's why, where I, I exhibit that kind of um, trait in some way. And, you know, just turn the camera around and look at yourself also and be like, yeah, maybe sometimes I, I, I am slightly like that. Or I can be that way, and yeah. So it it's again whether you're in a polyamorous relationship or whether you're in a monogamous relationship, you it is it is something that happens, and it's not because you want to be the perfect husband or the perfect wife or the perfect boyfriend or the perfect girlfriend. No, if that's your intention, then you might as well just, in my opinion, you might as well just take a step back. Reevaluate yourself. Reevaluate your values on your own. You know, you can never fill a void with with anyone, and that's not even a void that you should expect somebody else to fill, really, um, or anything to, to fill. It's 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 a world of heartbreak. Um, you support support definitely will always be there as long as you are candid and honest with it. But anyway, like going back, so yeah. Um, polyamory has been a very wonderful tool of self-reflection, self-evaluation. Um, it's also been a wonderful tool of being able to be present with my own intentions and moving in, in a way where I know that my intentions are clear and speaking also with clear intentions. And as much as possible, really revisiting who I am and seeing how much more I can improve as a person, not just for, or not not for anyone but myself, but because I am really looking to be a better person, you know, or to improve my life and conse consequentially other people's lives by the process of being or of being who I am. You know, and then again, like that's for me, Ayana and Pao have been wonderful reflections, have been beautiful and honest reflections of those parts of me that I have or I have not or I guess, you know, that I have forgotten or I haven't looked at. And so the, during those moments, I'm just like, <clears throat> or at them, I, I, look, I go back and like, mm, yeah, bro, because you kind of are like that to a certain extent. Real talk. You know, just for being real talk with myself. And so, and also like being able to see the other qualities because we have, I don't know, but this is something, whether we can admit it or not, whether you experience it or not, but this is something in general that we as a people have, where we can we have a tendency to fall in love more with the idea of a person than the than who the person actually really is. The idea of a person is basically what you have already created up here versus to what you already see in front of you. You know, it is actually sometimes harder to love the person for who that person is, and thus it becomes easier to love 
who we want to believe that person is for us. Looking at Rose, looking through life with rose-tinted glasses. Looking at your lover with rose-tinted glasses. And when those glasses shatter, ouch, heartbreak, right? I mean, heartbreak, life-changing experiences, whatever, however way you want to look at it. But I mean, that's 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 it. I mean, for me, that's that's the practice. Or that's part of the practice. Looking at your partner for who they actually really are. And who they actually really are is evolving, is changing every day. You know? And we, and I guess for me, the beautiful thing is and being able to build from the Oh, home. I like the place. Oh, there is. <laughs> This is we are doing an intermission number right now Sorry. where we have Christine is also uh, is impromptu joining us. I love it. I love it. I love it. Sindicato daw yung high dog ko. Edge. Edge. Please. Yeah, just to keep you up to speed, I was I was talking to or I was sharing about how you know polyamory has been a wonderful tool. Polyamory. Pero di ka sa eto sa atin mo tong isang year. Tagay mo mute ko mo na yung sa akin. Gulang. Yeah, like um, polyamory has been a wonderful tool of self-reflection. That you know, pag naiinis ako, or I'm I'm getting, yeah, when when I get when I get triggered by either you or Paul, not because of who you are, but because of what you do, you know, or the behavior that you're exhibiting, it becomes a moment for me to to look back at myself and reflect and be like, bruh. Okay, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> but but yeah, so um and polyamory is never easy. Polyamory is again like what Ayana and I were saying, it's constant work. It is something that needs to be done on a daily basis and you do it whether or not you are with your partner or whether you're just with yourself. Because polyamory also entails loving yourself, right? <laughs> What's going on with y'all? But yeah, um, polyamory is about also loving yourself. That's that's part of the relationship dynamic, you know, because you're always in a relationship with yourself, right? So, you know, and and I think that's really the, the ooh, I am by myself. All right, so anyway, um, yeah, please throw out any questions that you may want to share or that you are curious with. You know, how do you work around this? How do you... Um, yeah, like it's 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 plain and simple. In 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 a certain perspective, it can be plain and simple. Where the only thing that differs from a monogamous relationship to a polyamorous relationship is that there's other people involved. That's it. I mean, it's not just that you know, but you get my point that um, there are other people involved, so there are other dynamics involved. So it also becomes a way of being able to to practice being able to con- communicate. In other 
quote-unquote languages, not literally like French or German or English Tagalog, no. But understanding the language of each of your partners, whether it be love language, you know, language of understanding. Um, sorry, let me... Uh, we're having some technical difficulties at the moment with Ayana, so I'm going to have to reach under the link. Here we go. Cool. Okay, so like I was saying, um, understanding each other's languages. I can talk to I can talk to Ayana, or I talk to Ayana in a different way that I talk to Pam. Not because that I have to be aware of how I talk to them. No, but because I know that me being able to translate or communicate a certain message differs from from Pao to Ayana. You know, and the one if I want to say I love you, even as simple as saying I love you, yeah, I can say it straight up. I love you. I love you. Easy. But if I really want to to make it known, like I can, or I talk to Ayana in a different way, or like I communicate I love you to Ayana in a different way, which is more often than not, like a lot of like, oh, flowery stuff, la 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 la. And I communicate I love you to Pao in a different way, which is a lot of like, you know, actions, mostly in actions or support, anything that has anything to do with supporting her craft, supporting her art, supporting her like her gimmicks, her rackets, dude, that's, that is I love you too. That is like a translation of I love you for her pal or two pal. And again, like Toyana, it's as simple as you're saying, you're such a wonderful, beautiful being. Thank you. I love you. You know, so I mean, it's not always just like that. Of course, I also talk about, like, I also say I love you to pal like, through words. You know, and I also have like those compliments, you know, those, those beautiful flowery words, but you know, it's, Again, like again, the point is being able to understand the language or how to transmit messages much more efficiently and without too much miscommunication. So polyamory is, is a wonderful practice of communication. If you're already having trouble with that with your with someone uh, in, in a monogamous relationship, then again, I urge you to take a step back, look at re-evaluate your life. If you want to go single, go single, don't say that Mr. Ray told you to do that, but again, reevaluate yourself first. Because if you're having trouble communicating that, whether you're in a polyamorous or a monogamous relationship, that will also be a big, big, big hurdle. And that will also eventually lead to heartbreak. Um, another thing that I want to point out when it comes to the polyamory and um, communication, at least when it comes to polyamory, is also with family. Um, I'm living with family right now, right? So one of the challenges has always been about communication with my family, learning how to communicate and to speak the language of both, of my mom, my dad, and my brother. The language of my brother is very simple. I, he, you know, it's, I, I, I'm not even gonna share it. It's, it's simple, it's easy to understand because it's also, it's reminiscent of the language that I also speak. Um, with my dad, I had to learn that this quarantine, this quarantine provided so much insight on how I can effectively and efficiently communicate with my dad, you know, and with my mom. Well, my mom and I like to get into banter. Sometimes we get a bit too personal with it, and that's where we kind of have that miscommunication with. But one of us, one thing that I find it very, or one thing that I find very, very um, blessed, uh, such a blessing is when, when one of us actually knows when to stop. 
I said, okay, we know that this conversation is going to be too heated up. So one of us is just going to walk away and we're just going to be like, call it quits. And we come back together and just hug and be like, I love you, mom. You know, so there is, there is that. So polyamory has helped me to be a bit more communicative and to understand the language of my family also, like the different languages that we speak. And I think that's a very beautiful experience. And I have COVID to thank for that, you know, and I also have polyamory to thank for that. Um, and again, I, I think like, yeah, a lot of people can say that, you know, they're baka COVID lang yan. I mean, yeah, a, a big chunk of it was because of COVID, but because of polyamory, I had to learn how to communicate differently. Without just with Pau and Ayana, I just realized now, but also with their other partners when they had partners. You know, I couldn't just talk to, to Pau's other partner the same way that I talked to Ayana's other partner, which is also not in the same way that I could talk to either Ayana or Pau. Because again, not because I have to be weary or tread lightly with my words, but because I need to be able to communicate efficiently and effectively, especially when it matters. If it's gabuhan, gabuhan naman yan. But also with that, there's a certain sense of sensitivity that comes with it. Because you know that there are some topics that may be drawing the line or stepping on somebody else's boundaries. And of course, you wouldn't want that, right? Um, so yeah, it's... Oh, where is Ayana? Is she still coming online? Wait, let me message her. Are you still... Ah, are you still coming online? Anyway, so as as we're waiting, so polyamory is a very beautiful thing. And, and I will be honest, it does not work for everyone. But it can. That's, that's my biggest take on it. It can. As long as you're willing to go through the work, as long as you're willing to go through the journey, and as long as you genuinely want to be able to, to expand yourself. I'm not saying that as a, in a monogamous relationship you can't expand yourself. Of course you can. You know, I guess in some way or another, polyamory is just is a relationship status that works for people who are adventurous or people who want to be able to explore. And I guess it's also great because we are, or at least in a polyamorous relationship, you start to be more aware of who you share yourself with. Um, again, just this afternoon, something that I was talking to with Ayana, like um, a really wonderful friend, um, Ask me, you know, like, do you just get to sleep around with anyone? And I'm like, of course not. It's not something that now it's it. I have to be more mindful of it because if I'm just gonna go sleep around with somebody else and I catch something, I'm not gonna be passing just. I'm not gonna be passing that on to just one person. I'm gonna be passing it to two, and these two can pass it on to other people. So there's a certain sense of responsibility with getting into polyamory, and I think that's one of the things that can bridge the gap or is the missing link to cheating. Because if your intention if your intention is just to go sleep around in polyamory, don't do it. <laughs> you might as well still be in your monogamous relationship and cheat, or just go single and that. You know, just sleep with whoever you want. You know, but it's it's a reality. It's a reality that AIDS, HIV, COVID <laughs> is is a reality. And if you're going to take polyamory as as an excuse for you to sleep around, dude, fuck you. You are a jackass. You know, don't, don't. There is, yeah, so I become more mindful with, with who I share my energy, with who I share my body, most especially with um, being in a polyamorous relationship. Like, I don't want to pass on anything that will hurt 
Al or Ayana or probably anybody else who will join, you know, this this <laughs> this triangle as as it is right now, you know, because I was curious, you know, and it's the same thing as you know being able to, um, it's the same thing like being responsible with who you are with and what you're doing. Polyamory has taught me that like there is more than it's 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 a big it's a big decision making process that comes so it is it's not all the peaches and roses man like polyamory no it's work it's work just like a monogamous relationship is work you know the perk is at least for me the way that i see it um polyamory you know you just have that you have two other people who have given perspective on a problem, on a situation, you know, and these are people that you trust. And a lot of times, like, and a lot of times, like, this is something that Ayana and Pao and I talk about, like, you know, oh my God, it just sounds, it, it, it feels like we're three best friends talking to each other. It feels like we're three best friends who are just really close to each other to the point that we're like, you know, we have benefits, you know, but, but more than more, but yeah, I mean, but at the end of it all, one thing that we have established together, like the three of us, is being like prioritizing the friendship over the lover aspect of being in a relationship. Um, yeah, so Ayana's not going to be able to come back, and we're reaching the 57 minute mark. We'll go three more minutes into it, then we'll be cutting the show, and we're going to be doing a part two of this polyamory series. Hopefully, Pa will be with us online for this. Um, but yeah, so something that something that I just want to uh, point out for this first part is be clear with your intentions. If you're planning to get into polyamory, be clear with your intentions. You know, if your intention is just to oh, oh, she's. Oh, so what? Are we are we cutting this or are we continuing it? I don't know, pero I meant to echo each of the side. Yeah, let's not force it. Yeah, let's let's not force it. I already told people that we're probably gonna have a part two. So okay, bye guys. Love you, Baba. Love you. All right, so just just in closing, something that I want to share with you, be clear with your intentions. If your intention is to get into polyamory, just to sleep around, don't do it. It's only going to cause so much hate, it's going to cause so much pain, so much drama, and we already have too much of that in our world. Don't add it into your own personal life. Um, and yeah, communicate. Communication is one of the biggest things. I have a lot of work to do with that. I, I still do. I still have a lot of work when it comes to, to communication. There are times where I still am afraid to say things to Pawanayana and eventually I just do. And you know, when you take a step back and clear yourself first and then you take that leap, no fear, whatever happens, you just do it, you share it, just be honest. More often than not, the return is so much more work. You know. So yeah, guys. Um Enjoy the rest of the evening. Have a wonderful 
uh, half of the next week, uh, half of the week. And the weird in me honors and bows always to the weird in me. Stay tuned for part two of this polyamory episode with myself, Ayana, and hopefully Pao. And yeah, take care, enjoy, peace. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, feel free to drop me a DM on my own personal Instagram, Mr. Ray. You can copy it. Uh, it's M S M I S T E R A A A Y. Okay, Mr. Ray. All right, on Instagram or message me up on Facebook. Look for Ramjetan. Ask your questions there. We will address them on part two of the polyamory episode or the journey so far polyamory edition. All right, guys. Have a good night. Enjoy. Peace. By the way, special shout out to Janice and Catch for tuning in and also to Atomic Bomba or Ange for tuning in. All right. Thank you guys. Appreciate y'all. And yeah. Matsala. Oh, 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 oh,